This week I've got a very special guest, my nine-year-old daughter, Summer. She asked me, Dad, how do I lose weight? I'm a dad. I couldn't tell her. So Harriet Walker, accredited sports dietitian, Dr. Mac, fitness guru, are here to tell a young female how to start their journey. This is a really interesting one. It's close to my heart and there's a lot of great info for you guys out there. Let's enjoy this. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. All information provided in the podcast is the opinion of the individual and other contributors and does not represent the policy, procedure, or opinion of any other corporate entity or third party. Warning, this Body Science Podcast occasionally contains strong language, which may be unsuitable for children unusual humor which may be unsuitable for some adults and advanced science which may be unsuitable for bro science majors stay tuned the body science podcast is about to start burn the fat and feed the muscles with this high protein low carb low fat best tasting daily protein powder hydroxyburnlein 5 proteins are released in a sustained chronological order therefore maintaining their different absorption rates, fast and slow, ensuring constant muscle fuel so you stay fit, happy and healthy. This synergistic blend also includes 17 vitamins and minerals, added carnitine and a proprietary blend of digestive enzymes, Digizyme and Arafti prebiotic to aid digestive health. Welcome to Body Science HQ. It's fit, happy, healthy time again with my co-host, Dr. Mac. I don't think I need to talk about your Instagram account anymore. We've done that. It's, it's flying. Boring. Absolutely it's boring. flying. Last week, we had a great chat with Harriet Walker, dietitian. She has rocked up again. G'day. We actually didn't let her go, if you want to listen up, <laughs> because we came up with an idea that we thought might be a good podcast. I hope this works, guys. And I'm going to just start off here right now how this came about. Last week, my daughter came to me and she started booking Europe. I said, you're a dreamer. She goes, what my real dream? Dad is, I want to drop about 10 kilos and hit Europe next year looking good. And I went, okay, that's got some merit. Summer's 19. She's doing biomedical science at university. If I've got that wrong, let me know. Got your age right. (laughs) I wrote it down. What happened and how this podcast sort of starts is Summer said to me, what should I do? And I'm a dad, so you don't listen to what your dad says. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, you know what? I actually don't know where I should send a nine-year-old female or a young male to go and work out what to do. Like, let's start that journey. Like, boys get a bit of bro science at the gym. Yeah, you know, they're a 100%. Lot more, it's a lot easier to get in the gym and learn a bit of stuff. With Summer, and Summer's educated. She's not going to tolerate stupidity. Like, she's not going to a really great grab a, yeah. an e-book on something and, and go, that's what I'm doing. And I really didn't have a lot of answers. And I thought, while you're here, let's talk about what is out there for, let's be honest, it would be nice. I could go, hey, go and see Harriet, which I probably said on the night. Most people don't have that the funds to do that in a... In a a long-term mm. method, like the journey. Yeah. Mac, you love the journey, I know. Seriously, I think yeah. you've said that three times I already. I said the journey to you, but that <clears throat> the journey to where you want to get to, yeah. that's a long journey. It's, you're, you're talking about next year in Europe, it's not, I want to drop two kilos for a dress size, it's Friday. Yeah, which is, again, a really good start. <laughs> so, and look, I just want to put out there, that, you know, I put Harriet on the spot here. She didn't really want to talk about young girls losing weight, but this is a reality, Harriet, like this is happening. Max here, I want to talk about the training side with you because, sure. you know, you told me you're probably not the person that should be talking to nine-year-old girls about training and I disagree like no, no, let's, let's put names on paper and qualifications on paper you two are she's probably talking to two of the best in the industry at the moment you're a lucky person to, to do that and I just want to I want to bring in that I couldn't even recommend a website to, for people to go it's, to, it's, to it's actually to. really hard and when mm. you 
said it to me, my first reaction is, ah, you know, like I spend a lot of time talking to mainly women about trying to, you know, enjoy their body for what it can do rather than what it can't do and the body positivity and that sort of gig. The, The reality is for every time I say that, they're going to go elsewhere, you know, and that's hard. That's hard for me to stomach as well because I'm working with the athletic population and general population. When people start talking weight loss, it's like it's a massive diet culture in this world. And then we think if we're not on a diet, then, you know, what, then what? My, you know, my initial reaction is, oh, do I, is it even appropriate to be talking about this stuff? But then on the flip side of that, I would rather summer be talking to somebody who's accountable for their information and for their recommendations. And if that's something that she wants to do then perhaps I'm arming her with some information about nutrition to support her training coming from a performance perspective you know how you might go about building some lean muscle mass which I'm all for getting you know the girls into the gym and so I suppose that's a pretty good place to start but in terms of where you'd look you've actually sort of hit something there where I'd, I'd say you know go see a dietitian if you don't, again, if you if the, if the funds aren't there, there's probably some really basic websites that give you nutrition information, but it is important to acknowledge that there's a lot of crappy information yeah. out there. Yeah. So, you know, I think doing your background <coughs> checks on who you're asking is the first big step, and we discussed that in the last podcast. Mm. That's a couple of Well, the go-to yeah. on is social media, isn't it? Isn't, that's pretty much where most people will look. Where would, like, somewhere, where would you look right uh, now? From friends and, like, from social media, there is a lot of people out there like the big names in the industry that you know, I would definitely go to Google. Yeah. I would simply type in how to lose weight, something as simple as that. And that's what you type, how to lose weight? Pretty much. Like I would go that basic. Mm. Yeah, wow. Do you want to give me a bit of a background, I suppose? Let's let's have have a crack at this, you know, prefacing it with like, you know, first thing I'm going to say is let's look at your training. Let's look at getting you fit, happy, healthy first. Let's take the emphasis <laughs> off weight loss perhaps and let's look at making, you know, your body feel good, making sure that you're hitting the right nutrients mm. for your, you know, for I, your training. I know you want to do the right thing here. Yep. But I'm not going to sugarcoat this. It's I want to lose X kilos, Dad. It's not you know so much kilos. It's just slimming myself down. I don't really yeah. care about the scale. Yeah, the scales don't matter. I don't care about the scale. It's, it's just... It's the mirror, maybe, yeah. hey? It's, yeah. And that's probably... <laughs> the physique industry is all about... Yeah. It doesn't really matter what you weigh. No one really yeah. cares what you weigh. And I don't really care what you can lift. Yeah. Which, you know, everyone wants to is put that out... right, Matt? You don't care what someone can lift? No, no. no. Summer. I'm not, really <laughs> worried. I'm not really worried about what summer can lift. I care a great Same. deal about what other... Uh, yeah. Context. Context. <laughs> what I was getting at there is, you know, a lot of people are putting things on social media, you know, lifting heavy weights and that is probably, you know, contradictory to good training practice mm. for, mm-hmm. for the vast majority of people. And so, and you mentioned, you know, the, the higher profile Insta-famers of mm. the world who mm. are putting some stuff out there that is not... Um, and we say things like evidence-based and we say proper practice and, and this sort of thing and educate individuals. And right now, everyone's a guru and everyone's an expert and you can call yourself a specialist in whatever you want. And there's really – it's actually a bigger conversation around governance of, mm. you know, information, uh, information and, and, and who can put things out there. And right now, it's the Wild West. You know, right now, we could we could do it right now. We could start our own account and call ourselves, you know, Johnny's Guruism and, and yep. away we go. And Harriet's Peach Booty. There you go. And we put the right sort of catchphrase and the right sort of images out there and we'll get a lot of followers pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and where do you start? And in terms of Google, I sort of kind of cringe in some respects around Google because, again, Google's the same. There's no well, Dr. anyone... Dr. Google's a legend. Dr. Google is probably the last place Best you want to go for most information, and particularly with respect to... Okay, can I, can I stop you there? 
Yes. They are going to go to Google. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, so what type of thing should... Well, you guys, I'm going to catch you out of here. I, I hope I don't, but I apologise if I do. What should they be typing? They're going to Google. What should they yeah. be typing in Google? How to construct a well-balanced and whole foods approach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. Uh, I'm get that domain name now. That's, that's, that's a screamer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably nothing wrong with that sort of term, you know, yeah. how do I lose weight or things like that. The challenge is that discerning between quality information is really challenging and so and i had that the other night that's yeah, what i, I yeah. just said and, and, and even how do you ask like, the right questions yeah, and it's a really challenging place to start and there's no one answer i mean i don't have an answer for you here's the perfect google search but i think it's probably a case of by asking questions i mean looking at where the information comes from so if you can identify the source of an inf- of the information and try and quantify that somewhat with you know recognized qualifications the front line in this is personal trainers are personal trainers i mean that's the front end of this in terms of industry-based weight loss i suppose it sh- probably shouldn't be it probably should Didn't be one of the uh, pts get sued the other day for giving nutrition advice it started that little I don't know. I don't know, I don't but it know, but probably, probably should have. Probably about time. But a PT is not meant to give nutrition. No, no, no. Scope a, of practice. A scope of practice is a big deal in nutrition. PTs do a very rudimentary amount of general information. The sort of information. Guidelines. Yeah. Guidelines. They, they they can provide safe guidelines that are so, standard. So, Harriet, how many PTs are hitting you up every week to help their clients? Two. 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 Did Kev? Yep. Down at 98. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Wade down in Sydney, they're, mm. they're coming to me, but they're also, yeah. they're seasoned. You know what I mean? They know what, they, they don't well, care. Driven, they want exactly. Yeah. They want the best mm. for their. And we've got things like, you know, the Australian Guide to Healthy Eating, which is, you know, looking at serve sizes, which is actually, uh, people poo poo the old, you know, Australian Guide to Healthy Eating. It's actually a really good framework to start from. Have you ever heard of that, Summer? Probably we've yes, learned it at school. I, yeah, but I don't actually know. But when I'm comparing the Australian Guide to Healthy Eating with some chick who's got abs on Instagram, it's a hard sell because it's, you know, a government-based recommended general guideline, and it is a guideline, versus something that's really sparkly and shiny with a big bum. It's a hard sell, yeah. you know? And, th- I mean, that would be a resource that would be actually quite useful for most people. And like I said, a lot of people rip that stuff to shows because it's government-based. We might stick that link at the bottom of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. They've got the great surf sizes. They've got... And I think if people actually did that, we wouldn't have half the problems that we do. They're people like... They're very quick to, you know, shred stuff because it's not, you know, the latest fancy stuff. But it's basic information. It gives an idea of surf sizes. It gives an idea of food groups. And most people don't even... They're trying to get really tricky. Like, they're adding spirulina to their smoothie before they're having you know, five serves of vegetables, which yeah. is which is a big problem here. So, as a resource, it's, it's, it's quite a nice one, actually. And they've you know, it's it's got pictures and it's it's got a good guide, and actually it would be something that I would refer if someone is you know short on cash, it's free. They've got calculators on how much you know energy I should be having in the day, and serve size is appropriate to my activity level. And a lot of that stuff is what I use, but I also look at other contexts around. Okay, who's sitting in front of me? What's there? From a sports dietitian perspective, I'm looking at grams per kilo of body weight protein carb, getting the nutrition around the training and that's the sort of education we're giving as well but there's nothing wrong with getting the basics right and I think a lot of people are trying to run before they can crawl. Give us an idea about your training like what have you you said you've just started? Yes I used to be quite active and then I stopped 
most of the sports I did and that's where I found the issue I put on a fair bit of weight from that so it's yeah. just I'm really looking just to strip that back off so I've started off with I do interval training just yep. at the gym a couple of times a week awesome sometimes I'll just go walk on the treadmill with incline maybe run if I'm yep. really feeling up to it <laughs> I think my biggest downfall is definitely my diet I'm not the first one to say that I have a very bad diet yeah I think that would be my first yeah. step turning yeah. that around and finding out the, be- yeah. the best way to do that and, and you know what and, the and first- that was a classic how question and that's where I'm, I'm at with this like <laughs> someone said how, how do I do this how do I yeah yeah like it, it's, it's a big problem yeah, 100%. And the first thing I would be doing is going through their diet history. One of the first things, you know, looking at background. Yeah. I look, okay, what, what are you eating at the moment? Give us a little bit of a diary. Keep it a food diary for a week and then I can have a look at that and assess it. So is there any dietary... Have you got a food diary on your website we can download? I can pass a link on for that one, definitely. So um, that will be at harrietwalker.com.au. .com.au. Yep. You better grab that, guys. Yeah, 100%. And that's important, that document where you're at now. Yeah, and even using apps like my fitness pal is a good they're not gold standard but it, it gives you some prompts so yeah. first thing i'm like what are your dietary considerations oh well i'm vegetarian that's yep. probably oh. pretty important to put out there <laughs> i would say i possibly have a sugar addiction I, <laughs> I eat a lot of sugar i do still usually have pretty good dinners i'm still living at home so i still have the nutritious dinner mum cooks yep cereal for breakfast yep. most mornings which gets frowned on a lot what's My- your go-to summer what's your cereal <laughs> oh just the usuals rice bubbles oh yeah the good yeah. ones <laughs> yeah like cocoa pops yeah. no not no. cocoa pops oh. not some nutrigrain so I, right. I have got nutrigrain okay. in there quite a bit but yeah and lunches my biggest downfall finding I'm not too keen about cooking yep. mainly because I'm really bad at it even when I follow the recipe it doesn't usually work out too well yeah so I find myself reaching for packeted foods or just whatever's in the fridge ready yep. just to grab <clears throat> convenience yeah. or walking across and getting a subway or something so are you seriously going to meal prep like if Harriet said oh, I want you to well meal yeah prep, I'm I'm genuinely genuinely the, serious there are good there are some really good commercial meal prep options out there yeah. that, you know there's a, there's a whole bunch of them because I'm, I'm saying I don't like meal prep I hate meal prep I try and do it but I'm terrible at it but yeah. you know there, there are good options out there yeah. that are pretty cost effective that provide fresh fresh meals a lot of the frozen ones aren't much chopped by the time you, you heat them back up but there are some good ones out there yeah 100% um, so like I think that solve that I'm going to just gonna throw the dad point in the middle of this again you're 19 how many meals a day are you going to buy from a company? well it might only be one you might only need one yeah I I it's, it's probably couldn't afford yeah. to do most mm. of that. So that's but, another great concept and idea, but mm. I'm, I'm being realistic yeah. here. Like, as a dad, no, I'm, if you're fully me. committed, which at the moment I really am, I am prepared to meal prep. It's just it can't be anything it's, it's too complex. How. It has yeah. to be the basic. Because so wow. I think the first thing is getting <laughs> what, people to actually <laughs> understand yeah. what their usual intake looks like. Yeah. And the first thing I'm looking at is, okay, basic. Can you identify what a good quality source of carbohydrate is, what a good quality source of protein is, what a good source of fats are? And then I'm providing try. education. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, providing a bit of education because yeah. some people might not even be able to do that, which is yeah. totally fine. If I provide you with a meal plan and you can't really understand what what's going on, I'm setting you up for failure. So it might be that, okay, for the first couple of weeks, what we're doing is getting you to clean out your pantry and start adding in like an extra serve, making sure that each main meal has got a good quality source of protein in it. So I would be providing a little bit of education around, okay, what is a good source of protein at breakfast? What can you do at lunchtime? What can you do at dinner? For a vegan, for a a vegetarian. Vegetarian, yeah. 
that's a, that's a really important one because protein intake for vegetarians is, you know, it's, it's an area of focus. She's like a lobo, so she is. So she. Yeah. I still eat the dairy, good, yeah. eggs, everything, just the actual meat itself. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know, just cleaning it up a little bit for the first part and actually getting you to tune in. Okay, I'm going to dad this again, and I'm really sorry. That's okay. To a 19-year-old girl or guy, what does cleaning it up a little bit mean? You know, there's lots of tricky stuff you can do. Most people aren't doing the basics, right? Yeah. And there's no point in us graduating up to a meal plan if, if you want to get really targeted, if yeah. you aren't able to get yourself together. Like, it takes – it's a process, yeah. you know. And I a want to talk of, about that journey because Mackie loves journeys. Now, you've just talked about cleaning up a little bit. Yeah. Or you've talked about meal planning. Yeah. Okay, what's the difference that someone's going to see if she takes either of those approaches? I think we were looking at getting more food prepared at home. I think it would look like... Um, I'm talking a week-by-week week process. Like she's 19. The, uh, we, I deal with a lot of people come to us and talk to us about what ifs, how do I... You know, I mm. talk to you a lot about yeah. Smack and I talk to you a lot about Harriet. Someone's going to go... Oh, okay, yep, I've dropped this, I've dropped this. What's that? What's it going to do to me? How many kilos am I going to lose this week? Where am I at? What's safe? What am I going to do? What happens if I have a drink that night? What if yeah, What yeah, if we yeah. get KFC one night? Like, can we go through this little process of what these people should expect? You yeah, know, like, and that's those are the questions that... First thing, well, not first thing, but I think is is health is a skill, just like nice, everything like else. That. Is It takes practice. Like, I, I'm a dietitian. I've studied for five, six years, and I was studying 19 and I was studying. I was eating muffins before lecture thinking a, a whole meal muffin was a good option, you know, and, and it's cheap. Like, it's cheap carbs, makes me feel full, makes me happy, all good. Through practice and implementation of the theory, it's skill-based that I've now learnt and it's habits that I've now established. So I think in the first two to four weeks of cleaning up your diet, you can expect to screw up a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> To let yourself get too hungry, to get too full. I would expect people to forget meals, <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah. And I prime people to say, look, you're going you're gonna to screw up a little bit. So don't expect perfect. Yeah. So when they do fall off the bandwagon, so to speak, they can get back on and be curious but not judgmental. So be curious about, okay, what went wrong? And to have a chat to somebody who you can work through it with. Don't judge yourself like, oh, I failed, therefore I'm never going to be good at this nutrition thing. Because I was never good at this nutrition thing. It just happened now. You know, and like I was saying, health is a skill. You're not going to nail it the first time. You're not going to nail it probably the fifth time. <laughs> Question for you, Summer. If you cleaned your diet up, you didn't meal prep, but you cleaned up your diet, four weeks down the track, what are you expecting? Results, 100%. What's the result? What's the result? <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's that's my fair. generation. Yeah. Like that's fair. Now. Instant gratification. So what are you expecting in four weeks? Well, I'd expect to hopefully notice some form of difference, not Let's necessarily. some numbers on some. Well, I wouldn't look at the scale, so I can't give numbers that's a great in answer. terms of well, that's the answer these two are going to tell you <laughs> thanks for wrecking that but from a young human's point no, of view but you know your body pretty well if you yeah. looked in the mirror you'd be able to tell if something was different but if i clean my diet up i know i would probably feel better yeah. as well eating the better food you'd feel i'd get more wholesome to i guess tune in on cues like energy levels i would expect them to feel more energetic yeah. and be able to get through their training sessions a little bit better yeah. so by i suppose including more whole foods so reducing anything of a packet, increasing like some you know vegetable salad intake at main meals, lunch, Sorry. dinner. 
It's funny. funny. That was funny. funny. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, having a, a, a source of protein at breakfast, yeah. and I would expect it. Okay, at breakfast time, let's have a look at how long it takes you to feel hungry again, because chances are, well, you know, by increasing protein intake around breakfast time, you're going to feel fuller for longer. Okay. So that's what I'm getting you to Good tune boss. into, mm-hmm. and that's a, that's a really easy one in terms of. I, in terms of weight loss, I would expect you to be better able to train and to sustain training intensity. You look, a happy side effect might be one or two kilos just from cutting out processed foods. Again, not that we're focusing on that, but that could be, like I, you know, describe it as a happy side effect if, if that's what we're looking at. Within a month, I think the issue these days is we're watching all these TV shows where people are losing massive amounts of weight. I'm stoked if it's a quarter of a kilo a week. It, and if you, you don't have much to lose half a kilo a week is actually a really sustainable number the first step is assessing okay what are you doing right now and what what are the big big value numbers like approaches that we can do to get you some runs on the board really quickly and i think by changing your breakfast up increasing those energy levels and potentially identifying what do you have in your environment that you are regularly to choose from for lunches so you said subway yeah it's just convenient so we live across the subway sushi yeah and so i'd be okay look what instead of getting the foot long with just meat and cheese let's get you to get the the salad with double chicken a, a water or a, yeah. you know something like that so I, I can use what i know you have in your immediate environment to improve your diet so yeah. there's plenty of people i work with who don't who can't who are not about to meal prep and who are really busy and they're traveling a whole lot so part of it's educating okay what can you identify start looking for in your environment that's going to be better than what you're currently doing and a lot of the time there is a lot of stuff like Maccas is always around the corner, like wherever you go. So it's like, okay, if we're going to Maccas, salad, double chicken. I'm going to jump back on more of that in a second. No, I was just going to say, and it's all, I'm all about giving people, having people buy in, right? So there'll be some things that you absolutely love, right? It might be a coffee in the morning. It might be something that you, where can we make some changes? And then what are some things, it's a bit of give and take, right? Because if we come in and go, okay, you know what, I'm going to turn the world upside down. No more of this, no more of that. You have a sprinkling of this and a sprinkling of that. You just go, nah. It'll last two weeks. Don't think so. Yeah. And that'll last for a week or two. And people go, oh, meal prep. Oh, geez, again, you know, like, because it comes around all the time. People will definitely, the compliance goes through the out the window. Especially and, with lazy food prep. I mean, you prep the same meal three times in one day. It's yeah. tired very quickly. Well, yeah, and, and so I could eat the same thing every meal every day of my life and it wouldn't worry me one bit. Is that right? Yeah, no problems. Whereas people like variety and I don't. Yeah. It doesn't worry me at all. Mm-hmm. So you need variety, yeah. And, and, or it might be, I don't know, there might be something that you – is there is something that you really – you know, it's part of your life that you kind of – if, oh, if there was something you, that you said <laughs> – Probably rice bubbles or whatever, but something that you said, I, I really like to have whatever. And it might only just be once a week. It might be a treat. It might be whatever it might be. Anyway, I'm not putting you on the spot, but yeah. there'll be, there might be something. And so we go, okay, well, you got to let people have a win or, you know, let yeah. people have something. And so let's let's work that into the overall week. Yeah. Have you got something in mind? Nothing in particular, but no. being able to know that I don't have to strictly not no. like no the world sugar doesn't or have to be like turned that. upside yeah. down. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and here's my next question the for, for for the the summers out there. You've just said I don't have to, you know, have occasionally things go wrong and do this. So let's jump on training. Yeah. Okay. So 
People often bash themselves training-wise yeah. after yeah. they've uh, had a good feed. Mm. What can summer expect from training? How should summer look at potentially, obviously, get a PT, kids. Like, that's what, that's a great well, way to start. Well, perfect world, but again, there's a cost factor yeah, with that, and right? Like, and get, get yeah. a dietitian. It's, it's, yeah. And maybe we need to look at how those two merge one day. Let's just go and talk about, like, what should summer look at from, like, we've talked about the food side. Yeah. Okay, so obviously kitchen's very important. How important is the other side? Well, it's it's super important, but I think actually it's probably if, if it's a weight loss thing, it's probably seventy percent nutrition. Yep. And it's probably only about thirty percent exercise, really, in the big scheme of things. And there's lots of throwaway comments like you can't have train a bad diet and all yeah, that. So I yeah. actually don't agree with that. I was going to say that one, but I well, you know, I've yeah, worked in the NRL. Trust me, I've I've helped blokes out train bad diets. But okay. anyway, so <laughs> and, and anyone who's listening to this who work, they know exactly who they are. So having said that, but you you mentioned your and again it would be the same thing. It would be a conversation around what are you currently doing, how many sessions a week, and and even where are those ideas currently coming from. I'm guessing probably are you, like whether people are training in a home gym, commercial gym, because a commercial gym, a lot of people find that pretty intimidating. It is intimidating. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So so what are you doing currently? Do you go to a gym or at home? What do you? So we have a home gym, but it's, it's pretty got, well known it's, that home gym. Yeah. <laughs> it appears on social media most days. <laughs> Hashtag my garage. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Side so coming. When are you coming but, over? There's an e-book coming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check how much freight's there. How many plates? Not wait for oh, you, mate, we need serious price. Yeah. It's all right. But it, it's pretty decked out. There's. Mm pretty much everything that I would want to use okay. at that gym. Mm. Yeah. And it's in the comfort of my own home. So I even if there was half the equipment there was, I would still one hundred percent choose to go there versus going and paying for gym need membership. To train. That's not an excuse, but like moving forward. No, you, but you, so you train I know I'm not saying I do need equipment, but I'm saying mm. I really benefit from the fact it's at home. Perfect, right? Well that's great. And that's a bit of a that's a luxury. I mean not a lot of people will have that yeah. option, which and so there's a conversation around what you do and how you do it and that sort of thing. I'm very much an advocate of, like we've already said, it's not about what the scales say. I'm very much about maintaining quality lean muscle mass, so lean or lean body mass. Yep. You won't say the muscle, so people think, How oh. How do you say that nicely for a female? Oh, like, yeah. you, if you love lifting, lean muscle is a great way to being say it. Toned, well, the, the word toned. is toned that we tell people not to use. <laughs> yeah. But fundamentally, being toned means maintaining or developing lean body mass and losing fat. Perfect. Because yeah. the tone is seeing what's underneath yeah. Yeah. perhaps the subcutaneous body fat, which anyway. And so you mentioned you're doing some interval training yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and that sort of thing, which is outstanding. How many times a week? Two, three, four. It really depends. Yeah. In between two and four. Okay. So that sounds about right. You're in the right ballpark. Just on the exercise and the equipment thing, I see a lot of people out jogging who really have no business jogging. And by that I mean you don't have to jog to lose weight. You know, a lot of people aren't biomechanically built to jog or run. So just walk. It's okay. We're going to get, you know, you'll still so burn up the walking. calories. So someone should, someone should walk how many times a week to start? Well, how long? Well, again, it, it's, it, I mean, the, the guidelines are pretty simple. It's sort of 30 to 40 minutes every day or most days. Yeah. It's about getting your heart rate up. It's, you want to get your heart rate up around 140 beats, 150 beats per minute. So it's like talk test. Yeah, it's yeah. the so talk test. So, so you're laughing when you talk. Yeah, and I would say train with a friend if you have. Yeah. You know, if you can go for a walk with a friend, it's a brisk walk. You can still maintain a conversation. You know, you're getting along and it's not, not a stroll. Yeah. That sort of thing, you know, is really effective. Mm. And if you could add... And I would say you add one or two of those in with what you're doing in the gym and already your caloric expenditure will increase 
substantially. And in terms of the, the actual numbers, I think, you know, and, and I'm ballpark numbers, if you walk for sort of 30, let's say 20, 30 minutes, a brisk walk, maybe, don't worry about this summer, but the, the numbers, six and a half, like if you're walking briskly, it's probably six and a half kilometres per hour. You'll burn 80 to 100 calories ballpark. So if you add that into your week, there's an extra couple of hundred calories yeah. over that week. Yeah. And so we talk about a weekly caloric deficit mm -hmm. in the ballpark of say you know 500 calories yep. or whatever it might be and that's enough not to really notice and that's it. enough so it's not to, about exactly going right. from 3,000 calories down to 1,200 calories which feels like the magic number yeah exactly that's not sustainable <clears throat> no that's in right in most cases yeah and and so if it's a combination of the exercise and the nutrition, yeah. not all one or the other, mm -hmm. then you're in the ballpark. And that's what I say. If I want to get into a sort of a 500 calorie deficit, uh, 200 calories of that or 150 calories might come from exercise. Then only 150 or so, maybe 200 calories has to come from yeah. diet. And that's the difference um, between changing from Nutri-Grain for breakfast to like some boiled eggs on toast. Exactly. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. In, in, in one meal almost. Yeah. Job done almost for a start. And then you'll Do see. Do that for three months. <laughs> yeah. And you're, I mean, you're in business. I mean, yeah. it, it's not in reinventing the wheel and in terms of initial weight loss a lot of people we see on tv it's a lot a lot of fluid loss if you if you shift around your mainly your carbohydrate intake so carbohydrate is stored in your muscles as mm -hmm. glycogen yeah. biomedical science yep. know that. <laughs> off track but the keto people often lose a fair bit of fluid up front because they take all their carbs out mm. not dissimilar to what we're talking about here if we take mainly the fructose out of your out of your diet and sucrose, so I suppose, and play around with the sugars and drop those off. Drop off some of those simple carbohydrates, those refined carbs, the packet carbs. Yeah. You know the rice bubbles of the world. So, what type of words is the, the summer crew looking for on a nutritional panel to stay away from? With what Mac is talking there. The first, like I, I'd break it, reading a panel down into two parts. One would be looking at the you know energy in, energy intake, protein, carbs, fats, and then also looking at the ingredients list. So, good rule of thumb is okay if. If it's uh, out of a packet, I'm looking for 5 to 10 grams of protein in a serve. I'm looking for uh, 3-ish grams of a fibre, so a higher fibre. Yeah. That, that indicates to me that it's a high fibre, high protein. And then I'm looking at the ingredients list and going, okay, how many ingredients are actually in this product? Is it 15 and the last 8 I can't actually spell myself or is it you know five or six yeah and that means you're all you're already looking at okay can i read it out loud <laughs> and is it you know are there lots and lots of ingredients and are five of those different varieties of sugar because yeah. there's lots of different ways to label sugar lots of different numbers yeah if it's covered in numbers it's probably not great so we're okay. looking for you know less than five or six ingredients is going to be a good start and then making sure like protein intake if you know if you've not sort of been having if you haven't been training for very long lean five a, a slightly um, I don't drop my protein in all this matter unethical <laughs> a, a slightly higher protein no you didn't know I did <laughs> from Summer's point of view she is yeah if you're starting out yeah. a new training program a slightly higher protein intake is going to be beneficial so looking at the labels and going okay what am I how am I going to increase that just a little bit and then the next one I would actually off the back of the training thing is this is a big bugbear of mine with chicks getting into the gym they're going to do exercise purely to burn calories. Mm -hmm. So they're turning up wanting to do fasted training and if you like if it's a walk or if it's yoga or if it's something low intensity by all means like you don't need to fuel that but if I'm about to do a 60 minute high intensity whether it's like a 
you know, on the oval or at the gym with weights, whatever, and I'm not, I don't have a little bit of something in the tank to go, I'm going to be dying the ass halfway through. And so, I mean, you're, you're really into, you do a lot with the non-air Riley crew. Yeah. What type of fuel are they having? And I'm not, this is a bit off track for you, some but what Harriet's saying here is don't starve yourself. How are they feel out before a session? I mean, their session is grueling, but. Well, a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the, I mean, the 98 sessions are. Great very, picture of you last week that came up on the. Yeah, there was various yeah. positions of me trying to get air in, like various <laughs> heights. I uh, started up here and it was on the floor trying to breathe by the end of it. When people are starting out at somewhere like 98, they potentially aren't thinking about their fueling their session and they're wondering why they feel like absolute junk. Like, you're always going to feel like junk after a 98 session yeah. because it's a hard workout but if you're getting halfway through and f- wondering if you're going to be able to finish it that's an indicator to me that you haven't fueled properly like i said if it's yoga or walking no worries mate you can yeah. you know you get out of bed and go all good but if i'm going to a class purely for focusing on calorie burn but i'm not thinking about performance I can push harder if I've got a little bit of food in the tank. So I'm telling people, okay, a little bit of carbohydrate and protein, even if just the carbohydrate, if it's training at 5 o'clock in the morning, I know it's hard to eat. You know, a piece of fruit before you go to train is going to make you feel a whole lot better. Can you help me define a piece of fruit? I would just pop a little banana in the car on the way there or mandarin or something, anything I would say at this stage. And people report straight away that just by making that little change, they get through the session better. You would not be agreeing with that one bit, would you, Maka? I'm watching your facial expressions and I know dietitian, I get it. Well, your own lane, oh. No, no, no. It's a feel thing. Like, I get that. What do you mean? Like, for summer? You're not a massive fructose fan. A fruit person. Yeah. And that's... No, I'm not a massive fruit person. No, I'm talking about fructose syrup that's in an additive in, okay. you know, processed yeah. foods. Yeah. I'm not talking about fruit. Okay. No, different sort of, sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, no, that's mm. okay. That's okay. And it's good to clarify, definitely. Yeah. I mean, fructose syrup as a sweet, bad karma, you know, 100%. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's, and, but it, like, you know, you look at food sources in Australia, there's, it's becoming increasingly higher fructose, but America oh. is definitely somewhere mm. where there's an over-reliance and it is yeah. causing a lot of issues. Yeah, but fruit, for sure. I don't eat a whole lot of fruit, <laughs> but that's... I saw your lunch. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> and, but you and know what? Animal groups? You know, you're old enough to know Most of the animal groups were covered there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, for the average punter, if they're turning up and expecting the best from themselves from a training session and they're just trying to burn calories, it's not the right mindset to be turning up to exercises. It's it's performance, you know what I mean? Even if you're not an athlete, you might be soon. You know, you, yeah. you're training like one. So I'd think, you know, think about what you're putting in your mouth, even if it's, you know, could be a protein shake with a bit of carbs in it, if that suits you. And how early before training? Yeah, that's p- personal preference. And I, I would I would trial a few things. Mm. Some people can eat right before training, no worries, and they don't get any tummy upset. Some people will have to be an hour. Like generally an hour is a good one. But, you know, for me, if I am had a rowing session at 5.45 and, you know, I'm leaving home at quarter past five, but I know I've got an hour and a half of high-intensity training, mm. it's, you know, it's a coffee and, uh, you know, a piece of fruit minimum trying to get – like I'm – I'm training myself to get more in so that I can get the most out of that training session. Okay. You've got to do the best you can. And though. that's the difference too between a 20-minute drive to the gym versus yeah. on, on site. And, and it might be just whilst you're putting your shoes on and getting dressed for the, for the workout. Yeah. Banana's not a great deal of volume in no. terms of food. You know, it's not a whole pineapple, unless some of you'd like pineapple, a whole pineapple. <laughs> um, which might be 
you know. But then, you know, you can play around with that a little bit, I think. Yeah. It's, it's then, an individual tolerance thing. So you mentioned coffee. Obviously, that's the Nescafe is the cheapest pre-trainer for anyone new to yes. caffeine stimulation pre-training, yes, which the world loves. We, we all love it. Entry level. Yeah, but, so... You know. Anything wrong with, uh, apart from 19-year-olds being told to take a cup of coffee, because we're not telling 19-year-olds to take a cup of coffee, 19-year-olds do use coffee. So yeah, a coffee is like a really fantastic pre-trainer. And 19, I think you're old enough to look after yourself, mm, you know? Exactly. We know that caffeine from a performance perspective is really beneficial. Anything above, say, like if we're relying on caffeine to get through the day, we got to look at your sleep patterns 100%. At 19, maybe you do need to look at your sleep patterns. <laughs> so are we having a banana and a coffee or we're having a yeah, banana or a coffee? or Both, different things. But So a banana will be providing us with carbohydrates yeah. and then coffee is giving us that caffeine. So when we're looking, we're looking at, you know, about 100 Milligrams. That's you normally would go off kilos, but. Uh, grams, milligrams per kilo of body weight, but a cup of coffee is going to give you somewhere between 60 and 100 milligrams, depending if it's instant or espresso. But a little bit of kick up the bum before you go into the gym is going to give you a good session. So I definitely, well, if you like coffee, don't have it if you mm. don't like it. You know, it, it is something that I would. You like caffeine, Greg? Be known to have the little bit now. Mm. <laughs> bit of a stimulant junkie. Oh, look at our industry thrives on caffeine. Mm. Makes the world go around, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and look, and then there's plenty of information to say that you know, I like I said. If we're relying on it to get through the day, we need to look at the underlying problem there. But a bit of coffee, three cups of coffee per day has actually got some health benefits. They're high in antioxidants, good for gut health as well. Black coffee with a bit of milk, if, that, if you tolerate that, fine, then that's a good one. So what we've done so far is we've gone through what you normally have, look at, okay, where do we need to work? Let's make a list of what we could improve. Let's start with the first two. Okay, what are you having before training? And then the next step is, okay, how are we going to recover from that session? Okay. If it was a... Like I said, yoga, walking, you don't need to recover, no worries. But if it's a 98 Raleigh Street thing, I'd probably. What is it called? The garage. If it's a garage session. Oh, my garage. That's just my garage. That's my garage. So if it's a my garage session, they're pretty solid sessions, aren't they? There's not a lot of morning sessions at my place. No, there are evening sessions. We do other things. So, yeah, so when do you you tend to train at night? Night, yeah, yeah. Yeah, night time, okay. Not a massive morning person. See, that's where the the coffee banana theory is good because if the long term goal here is you, I'm going to get crucified for saying my daughter wants to lose kilos, but she wants to lose a few kilos. So she's going to get up, and a banana and a coffee is probably a great motivator to go, okay, now I'm going to do my thing. Like I'm prepping myself for where I'm going, what I'm doing. I personally um, am not a massive coffee drinker. Yeah, and that's fine. Is the banana still yeah, great on its own? the coffee's yeah. optional. Mm. I just, I'm just a junkie for that. Yeah, the skins <laughs> are optional. Some people... Yeah. Like and sensitivity. Some mm. people really don't do well on caffeine. So do you yeah. use anything pre-workout when you train? Not pre-workout, but I do use the hydroxyban shred. But you don't use it around training? Before training. Before training. Well, that's Before. pre-workout, sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pre-workout. And, and, and I'll put a few basic definitions up under this one for people to look at. Pre-workout. Versus, yeah, just a yeah. few key words. And yeah, a few and, and it's important on. to look at where supplements fit. Yeah. And I think that's a really And I don't think that's point. a starting point for anyone on that journey. I mean, you've got to get the base right. No, you've got yeah, to get the base I mean, right. We always say food first and all that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. If you've got your food and training... Well, the supplements, they're supplemental, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's that. It's the, the, the 2% extra, you know, depending on what your base is, and yeah. that would be something that we could discuss later on. But I know there's teenagers asking me, what supplements do I need to take? Like, I'm working mm. with a young netball team, and that's one of the biggest questions. What do I need to take? But I'm like, mm. okay, are you sleeping right? Are you eating right? Are you training right? And yeah. then we get to talk about, you have yeah, to earn your get the basic stripes. first. Yeah, yeah, 100%. What's your sleep like, Summer? I actually sleep pretty well. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I definitely are you get... a scroller? 
nighttime? Yes. <laughs> How many hours a night? What you, what's your what's your minimum? Do you think that you need minimum to sleep or? Yeah. Oh, I need my sleep. I wouldn't function with less than eight hours. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which is great, and that's a really great. So I do see a lot of people like what, you know, it's a bit of a cycle. They're fatigued. They're you know abusing stimulants. Yeah. Caffeine, coffee, Red Bull. Do you know um, anyone who does that, Rick? Nobody. Me either. <laughs> I need to hang out with your friends. Yeah. <laughs> and it's acknowledging the impact that a good quality sleep has on weight because... We okay, know, that's interesting. Let's yeah, talk about that. 100%. So, so we've got the kitchen going, we've discussed, we've got the training going, we've discussed, now we're going to talk about how people sleep, sleep for weight. Big one. Oh, man, last time I did a weight cut, I had an extra hour of sleep. That's an extra hour of the day I'm not eating. Plus, my hunger levels are better controlled. So I find with a lot of younger people, especially students, they might be up, they might be working late, they might be up just, you know, having a scroll, unfortunately. And that really impacts their sleep. But what is less sort of discussed is the impact that, I don't know, we've probably all felt that when we had a bad night's sleep, the next day we are craving carbohydrates, we're craving sugar, and our body is you know, calling out for that instant gratification. Yeah. Once we can get that sleep pattern under wraps, because we know that I think there's one study that I was reading, as little as one hour less sleep from your normal routine will increase your ghrelin, which is a hunger hormone that we've, we hear a lot about. Increase your hunger hormone. So getting people to tune into that and go, oh my God, yeah, I am actually really hungry when I don't get a good night's sleep. So it's twofold. For one, it's the drive to eat is increased when we're not sleeping properly. The types of foods that we crave um, when we're not sleeping well is there. And plus our motivation goes down the toilet when we're not training, like when we're not sleeping well. And then there's a recovery. If you're doing a good quality training session and you're not sleeping well, it does impair recovery as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, and then for every you know hour, that, like I said, that you're sleeping, you know, it's less opportunity to eat. It's a bit yeah. of fasting, you know. <laughs> Sleep. And there'll be blocks of like exam blocks and things where yeah. you know what you just got to do it, right? Yeah, I mean, what you got to yeah, do. And, and I think people just got to be flexible around mm. or realistic around how how the life works. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's yeah. not perfect. You're not aiming for perfect. Uh, no. Nah. And the sleep is massive. The ghrelin's a big one. So ghrelin, I don't know if you've covered this at uni yet, but ghrelin's a hormone that comes from your stomach fundamentally. And when it's empty, ghrelin goes up. It will drive hunger a, a, a lot. So lack of or drop in sleep will, will influence your ghrelin levels. Mm. And, and so, decrease your training. So your body's levels. working against yourself uh, as well as being yeah, sleep yeah. deprived. And the accumulation of that over like one night here and there, not a big deal. But over, say, three or four, five, six consecutive nights, you're in this sleep almost sleep deprivation sort of scenario mm. and that's where you'll start to see the impacts of all sorts of things like cortisol stress yeah, hormone yeah. i'm sure you've heard of that one yeah. and, <laughs> and then there's a knock-on effect with uh, you know a range of hormones there's one neuropeptide y which we talk about all the time salty food sweet food cravings you're tired you think you're, hung- you're hungry your body's telling you you know you need to eat sweet things and so your body works against yourself so we talk about sleep hygiene it, it not it doesn't mean clean bed sheets it means <laughs> it means just trying to have a pattern. The worst habit in the world is watching TV in bed and uh, being on your computer and, yeah. and the whole, I always get it wrong, I think it's the blue light. Yeah. Is it the blue yeah, light? Blue yeah, light. it's the blue light that is counterproductive. And that's a 
that actually is a really interesting, and I won't bore you with it, but in terms of how the body perceives that light mm. and these little receptors in your eyes and melatonin, and it's all very complicated, but you're sending these mixed messages to your to your body yeah. about whether it should be awake or asleep. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. it, it, there's a lot of stuff going on, and we've That's gone a little bit off for. track, but if you can just get into a, a routine, then, you know, you're in business. Yeah, and I say, like, you know, wind the clock back half an hour, forward half an hour, try and get 15 minutes early early to bed or half an hour early to bed, not a problem for you, but if your buddies are asking, sleep is a big one and it yeah. makes people just feel better when they're sleeping better. Yeah. And for a body composition, I think it's, if you look at sleep as a weight loss pill, people would be doing a lot more of it. So if I Googled uh, lose, what did you say? Lose weight? How to lose weight. How to lose Real weight. basic. How many, um, what have you done? Sleep that? recommendations. About the no, no, not those exact words. What sort of things have you has come up when you've used different okay. words? I, being vegetarian, I went very much vegetarian based. I typed in, I think I typed in vegetarian diets or okay. what sh- what should a vegetarian be eating. I typed in vegetarian proteins. Most of my searches were based upon that. Really went to dad more than anything else. And that's where it all fell over. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Because <laughs> dads well. can never give advice. No, 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 no. Trust me. Trying to talk to my kids about training. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I didn't want to solely rely on Dr. Google and... I do know that you can't trust everything you read online. And in this industry, I'm sure there are a lot of people who saying things that aren't necessarily the best things to be saying. So that's why hey, I came to... work for them and, you know, as we said... Oh, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with yeah. that, but I just wanted to double-check that yeah, you and that's agreed really... that's the right things I should be doing. I think you're beautiful the way you are. Thanks, Dad. Okay. And that's what we were all going to tell you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, so I think we've got a couple of t- takeaways there for yeah. you. So our first thing would be, you know, have a do a food diet. So number you actually one, diary. Got, okay, we got it. Yeah, number mm. one, do a food diary. What are you actually doing right now? Number two, do you have a you know good quality structured training program? And and you know what, some of the easy download ones are actually not so bad. Yeah, like, there's yeah. some decent resources. Yeah. Can we? You can't go too far wrong. At the bottom of this, you probably. Yeah, I have to have a look, but yeah. you can't go too far wrong because yeah, yeah. for the vast majority of people who are sedentary who don't do anything, who are starting from blank canvas, yep, something is, anything is better than nothing. Yeah. So you just can't go wrong. And even if uh, some, something's pretty popular is even just little 10-minute walks, a couple of 10-minute walks throughout yeah, the day. Yeah, you're still getting your 30 There's minutes. a, a build-up, you know, there's a cumulative effect of that. So where people go, you know, I don't want to go for 40 minutes for a walk. Well, don't, you know. Go for two 15-minute walks or, you know, two 20-minute walks or whatever it might be. And it's pretty easy to, to get a 10-minute walk in, you know. Mm. Even at work, even people working. Yeah, active you know, travel. Just... just yeah, exactly. Sarah drops a really good little podcast on that now, our live series, which yeah. says get off one bus stop early. Yeah, yeah there's a, there's a you know, there's just, there's good sort of things yeah, you can do. And, yeah. yeah, and if that's all you do, well, that's great, and that's a start, and you'll yep. see change with that. And then if you have, if you're fortunate enough, you can, I think resistance training is great. If you yeah. can do some circuit-type work, you can maintain. So there's a, another story around something. you might really enjoy it. I mean, a lot of people yeah. who are a little bit intimidated at first, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can – people actually find it, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to oh, lift a million yes. kilos. Yeah. You know, right. you, start it, easy. it start – yeah, just get some resistance work in, and there's a whole big – Another story around just maintaining. I had to go buy some one kilo dumbbells. Lean. Well, for, for who's that for? For that for you. For some. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I said. Uh, I'm sure. That's exactly yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah. But maintaining 
so maintaining muscle, muscle yeah. it lends itself to your overall metabolism, and you know, there's a lot of reasons why muscle is really important for yeah. just maintaining. People say muscle's cool. burning fat. Let's, let's muscle what? Muscle's not burning. Sorry, fat's burning muscle. Sorry, I got all excited there. Where does that sit with kids? Is that are, are, are what, we, was, what was the question? Sorry. I didn't understand. Fat's burnt in muscle. Fat is burnt in muscle. That's why you get muscle mass, lift stuff, do things. Well, I suppose that too, like, you don't convert fat into muscle. Yeah. They're two completely different tissues. So well, that's the utilisation of, of energy. I'm more talking on the line of why a young girl would start lifting weights. Oh. So I'm, t- I'm talking about versus yeah, yeah, comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a slight increase in metabolic rate cause, because muscle requires, you know, it's a metabolically active tissue. It requires energy to be maintained to an extent. The more lean muscle mass that we have, it increases our metabolic rate. So when I say metabolic rate, the amount of calories we burn just sort of sitting down mm-hmm. in the day is actually increased when we've got lean muscle mass, quite simply. So you're not going to get one of those things is like, am I going to get bulky doing weights? Mm-hmm. I've been doing weights for probably 10 years now. I went from doing Les Mills, body attack and running marathons, being mad cardio junkie to lifting I did body pump to start off with and that was my entry level like oh how do I do this I remember doing a chin up on you know with most of my body weight displaced trying to <laughs> so it like it takes years and I'm still trying to look muscular <laughs> I haven't quite got there yet you know so people but, worry about but part of the tone up thing you know, and yeah and you said you know you're feeling good and and that sort of thing part of that is is maintaining and I don't like the word building, utilizing muscle and yeah, yeah. yeah there's a bit of balance, there's yeah, a bit yeah. of everything, and that and again I don't you can't go too far wrong. You know, it's not like you're going to hurt yourself. You know, necessarily. I caveat that comment <laughs> with that. well, with there is some crazy stuff you see. Yeah. You know, people standing on Swiss balls, Swiss balls, and <laughs> swinging things around. And I think within reason, you know, what we're talking about here is just keep it simple. Just keep it simple. Yeah. You know, yeah. get your kettlebell, do your kettlebell squat. You know, do things like that. You can't get too far wrong. Use your bands. Yeah, use your bands. You know, do all that sort of thing, and you, you can't go wrong. But yeah, like it takes time to build up. Strength strengths and you're not going to I suppose and this is something that people keep saying a lot of these days you're not going to get too big doing weights it is you know going to increase your metabolic rate you are going to look better in a bikini when you're doing a bit of weights you know and that's if that's the, the goal then so be it but any kind of resistance training uh, you know even invest in one PT session to get absolutely to mm. get yeah. a bit of form down yeah at. and and don't expect to be doing what the Instagram chicks are doing you know it's, it's a big thing now it's a bit of vanity to be able to do a hundred kilo squat or whatever yeah you don't need to be doing that stuff you need to just keep it simple if it's entry level progress you know start where you are at use what you've got around you and build up from there because it's it feels good to be strong i think that's one of the biggest thing is i swapped from exercising to training like because it felt good to feel strong like i actually got more confidence out of myself being strong and i think people approach me differently because i hold myself differently having done weights so yeah that's a that's a side effect that i don't think people talk about necessarily as much but it is it's a it's a confidence thing for me being strong and powerful knowing i can hoik my boyfriend home from the pub the pub on the weekend you know Quality. Okay. P Max yeah. around the house hates it, but. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going there. I have no comment. I don't piggyback anyone at my house. No. It's you got a you got a man. You got a gym. You know. Right. There you go. So there's a couple of quick points. 
Yeah. That won't say quit. Do you have any questions? Yeah. What would you... Where are you at? What's your most confusing... What are you going to start tomorrow? Like, what's the difference in your plan oh, from after I this? I feel even more put on the spot from that. Oh. <laughs> I definitely know that I have to fix the diet. You said it was as simple as displacing my cereal for something like eggs on toast, and I'll already notice a difference long yeah. term. Yeah, yeah. Walking, so simple. You can walk while you're doing no, other things as well. you get out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to get out of bed at 4 a.m. Right? You don't have to get out of bed at 4 a.m. <laughs> I know we're very lucky. We live unless you do the Harriet piggyback by mattress. Or well, that's, that's different. You don't have to get out of bed at four a.m. I, I think, and we're lucky. We live in a in a part of the world that doesn't snow. You know, yeah. I know where you live. It's pretty close to the beach. You can. It's pretty easy. It's not a tough yeah. sell. Yeah, that's you know, what I'm you saying. can get up. You can have a look. You know, watch the sunrise, and life's pretty good. So I think those are a couple of things, and not every day. You know, two or three times a week, yeah, as well as your arvo gym, sessions yeah. in the gym, yeah. and, and I think you, you've, you're traveling pretty well. Yeah, so that's the plan. That's the plan. And, and keep your hydration up. You know, you know, keep your water up and things like that. Just basic, you know, just simple things. And yeah, fill up your plate with more like plant-based foods. Mm. You know, um, more vegetables. Make sure you've got half your plate. That's the next thing. You know, yeah. you your plate, half a plate of veggies, source of protein, source of carbs. A bit of healthy fat. Is tomato sauce a vegetable? I just don't qualify that for summer at all. That's, I'm not a fan that, of it myself. That's, but a big, that's a big no from me. <laughs> no from me. Okay. Just quickly, when you say good source of protein, good source of carbs, what would be? Really? Yeah. Nice question. For a, that's a great question. For a vegetarian. So, for a, for a, I can't so just go meat for protein. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's plenty of great ways to get protein from plants. One thing we would be acknowledging is that the protein that you get from animal sources is complete protein, so it contains all the essential amino acids. So if you think about amino acids as you know, like the letters of the alphabet, you've got full sweet, you can make a whole lot of different words. Yeah, yeah. Same with proteins. You've got all the amino acids, you can make a whole lot of different proteins. Nice way to put that. Yeah. That's my job. <laughs> job done. Job done. So when we look at animal products, we're getting the full sort of suite of essential amino acids, but plants we need to profile because yeah. we might get six from here and three from there, but we're not getting them all at once. We just need to be a bit more aware that plant-based protein is a little bit incomplete, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean we can't do a really great job of getting protein. So I'd say the go-to ones would be eggs, eggs yeah. dairy, so like yogurt, whole yogurt is a nice one for breakfast, put it into your smoothies. Then we're looking at things like legumes. Mm-hmm. So they're mainly probably more a carbohydrate source, but when yeah. we're talking to vegos, they also give us a good amount of protein. So legumes and again nuts are probably more of a, a fat source to the general you know non-vegetarian population but for a for a vego we could look at nuts as giving us a small amount of protein as well so once you know you know how we get that protein in it's about building it up yeah. profiling them making sure that we're getting all that. and that's that that takes time as well we know when we're making dietary changes we've got to be aware of what the implications are with that and so for vegetarians it's the, the protein is probably the biggest one and the essential fats what we're not getting in from animal products we might be missing out on some of the you know the fatty acids there uh, and just making sure that we're across you know using nuts and seeds as healthy fats and olive oils and avocado you know utilizing those as a way of keeping full yeah. as well it makes it meal taste good as yeah, well absolutely. so yeah. i use a plate model really commonly for it's a really simple like it's offensively simple but you know cut your plate in half you got veggies on one side you know you got a fistful of protein fistful of carbs and like a thumb of fat it doesn't matter if you're vegetarian vegan not on my plate not on your plate <laughs> not on my plate that's the second plate 
There's another plate. There's another plate of but then carbs. But I do like that. That's a great um, theory. Like people need to be able to visualise that because it's hard. To like, let's be honest. How many uh, nutritional panels are you going to look at? How many? How much research are you going to do? If you can look at your plate and go, yep, 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 tick, great. That's your first step. Like that's the easy visual. Have you got um, a drawing of that we can look at? Like, I, yeah. I've, I've got that on my website yeah. as well, okay. so I can give you some links for that. Perfect. Well, that'll be at the bottom of bodyscience.com.au forward slash podcast. So yeah. get there. Rock and roll. But yeah, so I think you've got some good questions there and definitely more work that we could we could do with mm. you building up on those basic yeah. ones. But I think for the first month, if you were going to change your breakfast up, have a look at your lunch options on the go, add in some walks, a bit of resistance training, that's an easy, easy runs on the board. I think you'd notice a difference. And maybe we could check back in. Yeah, I think we should do a little follow-up. Sounds yeah. good. Not putting you on the spot or anything. <laughs> uh, but if there's no podcast in four or five weeks, it didn't work. Like, but hey, that's... that's Podcasting. That's what's happening. That's, There'll be that's podcasts in three or four weeks, mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yes. There'll be episode 45. No camera, you think? <laughs> Got enough? We, we had complaints. <laughs> well, can't see you anyway. You're hiding behind, behind my thing. mic, yeah. It's directly. It's about you three, do it. So, summer, anything else? No, I've found something beneficial. Yeah. Sounds might, good. We might try and create a little PDF there with those three or four key points on it. Yep. Just some basic information. Easy. And uh, go, go past there, and a lot of links back to stuff you've got, obviously. Yeah, yep, yep, Perfect. yep. That di- diary and also the plate model sheets guide to setting up a healthy meal. And I might even push you a little bit to create some type of closed Facebook group and stuff that these people can come to and might talk about how we can make that happen. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, happy. Work out what that means, how that happens. Uh, obviously, Sammy, you can document some of the issues tomorrow mm-hmm. that we can look at because you know we live in a world where everything's perfect and beautiful and it happens and life's good especially your life Macca oh, like yeah fine <laughs> so guys life is good I want a fridge I think everyone's getting low right now yeah. people are starting to wane uh, dietitian wants a fridge from LG yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out yeah. there I know my partner won't be happy about that because he'd say I want the fridge first but yeah. Harriet it's all yours if it comes Nice. Pico, uh, we're else you for yeah. it. Oh. I'll back you in. <laughs> I'm I know where the fridge is. <laughs> I'm scrappy. <laughs> Thanks for coming today. I really appreciate you two hanging around to chat with Summer. Like, that was a little bit left field. We didn't do a lot of planning for that, and I really appreciate what yeah, you did there. Thank you so much. Oh, oh absolute pleasure. Was, I didn't say much at all. It was all it was That's always one of our better ones, Mark. And yeah. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone again. I really mean that because you guys hung around. I appreciate that. Awesome. Uh, absolute pleasure. Oh, problem. Any old time. Cool. Giddy up. It's all over. All Thanks, right. guys. Rock on. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by one of our favourite products, Hydroxyburn Lean 5, available at ASN Nationally, Sporties, DY Discount Vitamins, Fat Burners Only, Evelyn Fay and Rock Hard Supplements.